Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Trackside with Randy and Terry. I'm Terry Turner right there uh, alongside Randy Dye. I almost called you Milwaukee Randy Dye. I don't know why, <laughs> Randy. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it looks like you got a little bit of a break until next week. But meanwhile, we were just talking off the air, Randy, thoughts and prayers going out to uh, Florida again as it gets uh, banged around pretty good. Uh Daytona Beach, great shape. Uh, Tampa area, I used to live in Cherry Verde, which is uh, St. Pete Beach, the Don Cesar Hotel. I could see it from my porch. They got beat up pretty pretty good, so uh, thoughts and prayers are needed. Would you agree with that one, Randy? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's – I was – you know, I, I always – I said, you know, people from up up north, you know, friends I have uh, other places, well, how would you do? Everything okay? And then you almost feel guilty – because we, you know, here in Volusia County, um, it was, it was. Uh, I don't want to say a non-event, um, because closing schools and and um, other businesses and those types of things that creates <clears throat> um, a disruption. But in terms of even the the, the rainfall wasn't. Uh, significant and the wind certainly was not significant and I think there was a little wee bit of power outages but you know when you compare um, what others went through and are now going through and in the, the days to follow um, it's tough because you feel for them and you know last year we went through it we had lots of the lots of issues and still in some places in Daytona uh, you know people's People who have property on the beach are still struggling to get seawalls rebuilt and docks rebuilt and boathouses rebuilt and and all of that. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, um, yes, Daytona and Volusia County, we we got a pass this time, and we're grateful for it. But we certainly are thinking about those who who were not as fortunate as we were. No doubt. Well, speaking of hurricanes, Rusty is with us right now. Rusty, did everything okay at New Smyrna Speedway? Did you do all right? Rusty, come in, Houston. I, I just caught the end of that. I didn't know you were talking to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, who else would we call Hurricane on the program? <laughs> we'll, 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 send, we'll send a flare up the next time, Rusty, so you can hey. see it. <laughs> I just caught the last part of the sentence. It's my fault. You know, I've been off for a week, and i got another week off. I don't know how bad I'm going to be in three weeks here. Well, going forward, we'll send a big black car uh, to wake <laughs> you up. How about that? No, but if you were asking about the storm, we did absolutely fine through the storm. As everybody knows, you know, this side of the state didn't get a lot of damage. Um, I'm seeing reports on the other side of the state, not so good. But this side of the state, we actually did pretty well. Just a little bit of rain, just a little bit of wind. Everything goes on. Well, it cooled off a little bit, Yeah, it did cool off. That was the great thing. So Rusty says he was uh, he's be off for a couple of weeks and uh, he's gonna he's might be off now for three weeks and i've said i've heard people who've known rusty his whole life and they've said he's been off since birth <laughs> <laughs> and that's absolutely true yeah uh, and i like cool, it that way cool. i don't know why randy picks on you rusty mm-hmm. i don't you don't ever hear me do because it, he randy. loves me 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Right, right. That's right, Rusty. Isn't, isn't that the truth? Right. You can't. If you weren't picked on, then you just then you wouldn't be loved. There you go. Exactly. And hey, yep. we're not racing this weekend. But what I want to encourage everybody to do that's in in the in the listening area, Volusia is running. Go check them out. It's well, racing. Tell us what they're doing. You know what? I don't. It's the uh, they're doing a big race, and I don't even know what the name of the race is. I'm going to try and go Saturday night because here's the thing: I believe in supporting supporting all kinds of of, of stock car racing. Um, yeah, I'm, I've I've got some things that I've got to do, but I'm going to try and sneak over there Saturday night and and support them and and see what's going on. But they always put on a great show over there too. And you know, I've, I've said this on many 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 radio shows: go out and support racing. Period. Because this is one big family, and when it starts falling apart, it falls apart. And we don't want that to happen in stock car racing. We want all all venues to be healthy. Exactly. And and Randy was thinking that loud. I heard him. He didn't. You couldn't hear it on the radio, but he said Rusty has fallen apart a long time ago. But that being said, and speaking of supporting racing, tell us about your weekend at the Daytona International Speedway. You had a cool event going on and signed some autographs and said hi to a lot of people. And tell us about that one. Well, you know, we did. We we had a, a full weekend going on. Uh, we did we did some uh, site visits and you know set up some cars and whatnot. And we got to meet a lot of new people. Um, it was it was a really good weekend. Of course, the race at Daytona, I thought it was a pretty good race. Um, it it got exciting, and then it got meh, and then it got exciting, and then it got meh, and then there was this huge flip. Um, which, if you missed that, that was just absolutely insane. Um, I missed the big wreck, which would have happened right in front of where I was sitting because it was getting to be the time for him, uh, to do the, the, the segment. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a hot dog before that happens. And everybody goes to the concession stands. Well, just as I got to the concession stand, I heard cars squealing and doing all kinds of stuff. I looked up at the TV screen right in front of where I was sitting. There's the big one right there in front of me. Yeah. Well, you might've missed it. And and we're we're not going to talk too much about it yet, but Ty Gibbs didn't miss it. But uh, that being said, I'd like to ask you both, uh, Ryan Priest. I I, Randy, both of you guys have been involved in racing for a long, long time, a lot longer than I. I've never seen such. I know. I think the car flipped eleven times. So both of you, have you ever seen anything like it? And the guy's okay. I mean, he did go to the hospital. He spent most of the evening in the morning. They gave him another examination and let Ryan Priest go. But what do you guys got to say? That was uh, breathtaking. Let me let me say one more quick thing, Randy. I don't know if you remember, but you and I were at the Daytona 500, and uh, Jeff Gordon comes around, turn four, flips. I'm about to go to tears, and Randy says, hey, he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. So I was about it, about in tears again. But you guys tell me, I mean, have you ever seen anything like it? Well, you go first, Randy. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I'm going to go back and say to you that um, I believe it or not. I mean, you're always you're always a little bit concerned until you see the driver emerge from the car. Um, that's always I, I I don't think I've ever witnessed a wreck, a significant wreck or otherwise for that matter, that you aren't concerned until you see the driver get out of the car. That's the that's the the window and and at least 
when the window net comes down. Um, so I wasn't terribly concerned because I have seen uh, wrecks like that. I have seen cars flip and barrel roll, and, and that one did a lot of its rolling in the air, by the way. Not, not as much yes. rolling on the ground as I've seen in the past. I will say that it. I was surprised that, that the window net didn't come down um, quicker, that it took a safety worker um, to get the window net down, albeit he was there really quick. Um, so uh, that was a little bit of a concern, and I think they did obviously let Ryan get his catch his breath, and then he was able to get out. Uh, on his own. So, but but I can't say all of that and not comment about Dave Blaney. I'm Dave Blaney. Doggone it. He and I are friends a long time. Ryan Blaney. That one scared the daylights out of me. Yeah. Um, I was really rattled uh, when I saw that one. And, and I think you can all figure out why. But ha- that being said, Without a doubt, uh, all of the new technology, a new race car, uh, the Hans device, the safer barriers, uh, all of the new technology worked in the Ryan Blaney wreck. um, But but I'm old school, and I've seen that wreck, and that one scared the, the daylights out of me. Yep. Rusty, your thoughts? I know you've seen a lot at New Severna Speedway and uh, all over the place. Yeah, and, and, and I agree with Randy. I mean, that, that, that flip, luckily, most of those twirls and whirls and all that stuff were in the air. Uh, so you're not going to feel those. Uh, when the car came down on its roof, that was a little concern for me. Um, luckily, and we're always glad when they land on what where the wheels used to be if they're still on it or whatever, um, that's always a plus. Um, so that the driver's not in there upside down. you got fuel spewing all over the place. you got oil doing what it's going to do. Um, and, and these cars, um, I didn't see the Ryan Blaney, Blaney wreck live. I saw it, you know, 47 times on the, on the uh, uh, replay. Um, but, yeah, that wreck 20, 30 years ago, We'd probably have be having a different discussion today. That's right. Well, um, we all three, and speaking of oil and fuel and all that, we all three remember Ryan Newman. Yeah, uh, I mean, remember that one, Randy? I mean, he upside down fuel uh, pouring out of the out of the uh, car. That was a little nerve wracking too. We we've seen some bad ones, but the cars seem to stand up. I think right, the, and, the, and, the, and and here's the thing, you know, NASCAR knows this. NASCAR knows when you go to a two-and-a-half-mile track, anything can happen, and sometimes does. Mm-hmm. And they've built these cars, even though, you know, we all, well, I shouldn't say we all, I wish that they were the cars that were on the showroom floor, you know, so you could identify with them better and all this stuff. But those days are kind of over for, for this kind of racing. Um, it, it, it's funny because when, when you go to the NASCAR Museum in Charlotte, they have, like, cars that are half original, half race, and you can't really, other than the chrome being off of it for the most part, you can't tell the difference. And then they do it with a a newer car, and it's not even close to being the same thing, but they put the headlight decals and the taillight decals in it, and you go, oh, that's a Pontiac Grand Prix. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I just aged myself saying Pontiac Grand Prix, okay? Yeah, yeah, you did. Randy, you had another comment on that. Well, this. I think I think what you were talking about the Ryan Newman wreck, I, to me, you know, that that one was spectacular, but the scariest part of that wreck for me was when the car was upside down. And so remember the way the the way the car's built and the window opening and climbing in and climbing out and where the window net is and what its responsibility is to keep the driver in the car. The problem with what happened to the Ryan Newman wreck that, that was the scariest of all to me was it exposed the, uh, the area that the driver gets out of. And that's where Blaney, I'm, or I'm trying to remember who it was that hit, hit him when he was upside down. It wasn't Blaney. Blaney, I think, is what helped start it. But... Um, that was the part that was the scariest because that's just something you can't plan for. Um, you know, and, and Rusty will tell you this. When you do rules and you do all the specifications, you're, what you're doing is it's, it's really about odds. So as an example, I've, I've raced a long time, and I was around when we didn't have uh, even full-face helmets. And then we didn't have these headrests. I'm not talking about the ones that are on the back. I'm talking about the ones that are on the side, you know. But all that stuff came to be when, uh, as I as I was going through it. And every time you do something, yes, you're gaining a protection. There's a piece of it that's getting safer, but there's also a piece of it that is getting maybe you're compromising a little bit. So as you build these seats, as you do stuff with the window opening, as you get uh, Hans devices and all that stuff. The thing that I, that from a guy who'd done it a while and back in the day before all this stuff existed, that bothered me the most was the amount of time. And I'm not talking about minutes. I'm talking about fractions of seconds and maybe even a couple seconds difference. The exit time to get out of the race car actually got longer. Even though in the race car, you probably were safer. But the one thing that, that, that was the biggest fear I think any race car driver has in a wreck is fire. And yes. a couple seconds is a long time when you're trying to get out of a fire. Well, so, it was pretty scary on the, on the radio, uh, communicating, crew communicating with Ryan Priest. Uh, you know, they just kept, Ryan, you okay? Uh, you okay? Hey, talk to me, buddy. And there was just silence there for a while. That was a little bit nerve wracking. Rusty, real quickly, I have a question here. Speaking of all of this from a listener, uh, that's saying Rusty's been around racing for a long time. Are some of the issues that he is having were they caused by a head injury from racing? Oh, <laughs> I can't even blame it on that. <laughs> Let's just say I do, I do want. Just... I do want to say this though about Ryan Priest. Um, if you've ever met him, he's salt <laughs> of the earth. Great guy. Uh, you know, he comes to New Smyrna and he races during World Series and in the modifieds. Um, right. And he's just he. You know, he'll sit down in a room with you and he'll just sit there and talk to you about whatever. Um, the guy, the guy's really, really a stand-up guy. And, you know, whenever, whenever I saw that that was him flipping back there, I was like, holy crap. 
And, uh, you know, you're always so thankful to see them walk away, you know, just like from the big wreck on the front stretch. You know, when everybody can walk away from it, those cars can be replaced. They know going into it that stuff might be scrap metal going home. Um, as long as everybody's okay, we're good to go. No doubt about yeah. that. No doubt about that. And, and I think, Terry, you know, you, you started this uh, this whole conversation, but I think you, at the end of the day, you NASCAR got tested multiple times. Oh, yes. Um, here. And they passed with flying colors, no pun intended to Ryan Brees. But I, I think, you know, you gotta you got to look at this in, in the big picture, and you're going to go, yep. Um, they uh, all these things worked, and, and every everything that was that was designed to safely take care of the driver did as did it it did what it was supposed to do, and so nobody wants to see these types of catastrophic wrecks, but but you feel a little bit better that they can happen and people can race the next week, same people, right? Well, That's a good right. thing. And I believe Ryan's already just lined up for the next race. Yes, that's ex- exactly right. So yeah, some good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, you've had a you know a long holiday of goofing around. I mean, you you know you're supposed to be helping covering the race at uh, Daytona, and you're off eating hot dogs. You don't see the wrecks. I mean, when do you go back to work, and what's coming up next at New Smyrna Speedway? Can you tell us, please, if you can yeah, remember? Yeah, not not this Saturday night, but the following Saturday night. We come back, and we come back strong. We come back with the Hoosier Late Model Challenge 100. And I want to remind everybody, go ahead and make your, you know, I, I, I gave a plug to, to uh, Volusia for this weekend. Make your plans for New Samarna the next weekend. Because keep in mind, we're still doing our early birds, which means if you get there before 6, instead of being $20 general admission, it's only going to be $15, $5 off. We've got a new program in for kids now. We've always done kids 11 and under for free. Well, now the kids 12 to 17 will get in for $5 instead of having to pay the full adult ticket. So lots of good things going on. Um, the late models, we've, we've been getting good car counts on those. So we're looking forward to, to the, the uh, Hoosier late model series uh, coming back in full force. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, you know, the, the old track's going to be happy to have stuff on it again because it doesn't like sitting vacant. Um, and we're working on we're working on some really cool stuff for 2024 that um, I think could get some people excited about some things. Um, so, I mean, there, there's always something going on. Uh, there's always a movement trying to go, you know, in a, in a good direction. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're going back to work, Rusty. I, just a real quick thing, Randy. I saw some renderings. Speaking of early bird uh, that you got going on, and that's going on great out there and really getting a great reaction from the fans. I saw some renderings of a new billboard they're working on, and it has Rusty dressed as a bird on it, promoting the early bird. And oh, what, also, what, kind, what kind of bird? What kind of bird? I. Uh, that's a question that I don't think I'm going to answer on the air. <laughs> I, well, I, I thought I saw it was a, it was it was somebody giving Rusty the bird, but I didn't realize that. It was. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> it's in the shape of a finger with wings and Rusty's face on it. That's what it is. No, but the good thing is they were there. They were there at three o'clock. So it was the early bird. 
<laughs> also, Rusty, our my producer has just let me know that the reimbursement request for hot dogs at Daytona International Speedway from you has been denied. Sorry yeah, I figured you. that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us how to get information I think my about what's did that coming too. <laughs> <in the> speedways. <laughs> Uh, tell us, Rusty. Well, tell us about the website and what's going on real quick. Yeah, check us out at NewSmyrnaSpeedwayUSA.com. Again, we're not racing this Saturday night. We encourage you to go to Volusia and support the dirt track. We will be racing next Saturday night with the Hoosier Late Model Series. Of course, we're located right on the action corner of 44 and 415. Be there. All right. Goodbye, Rusty. Danica is saying you should probably take a nap now. Ah, I go. am. <laughs> Y'all have a great one. Bye, Rusty. Uh, what's the, you know, a lot of young people saying this these days, Randy, but I, I guess I'll steal a, a, a phrase from my granddaughter is you can't make this up. You can't make this stuff up. I think that's what nope. she says. Yeah, and that's the truth. When you talk about Rusty. Anyway, tell us, tell us what it was like. I haven't been to Milwaukee in a long time. And so tell us what it was like around that area and the race. Last week, you're not going to be racing this weekend. You go to Kansas uh, next Friday on the 8th of September at 7.30. That's going to be on uh, Fox Sports 1. But how was Milwaukee? Uh, it was really uh, very cool. Uh, I, first off, I actually like going there. Um, different. It's a different way to do things. It's that Midwest um, feel where you're racing out of fairgrounds. And the Milwaukee fairgrounds is a massive complex. Um, so it's kind of the, the racetrack itself is run by the fair board. So it's different. It's a, it's a different mindset, a different culture, but I, I like the place, a good, good, good venue. You can see the racetrack. Um, you know, we've raced a couple other, uh, fairgrounds, um, last year in the Arca series at both the coin and Springfield, Illinois. <clears throat> um, so that part's fun. This was the first return of any NASCAR-sanctioned series in, I think, something like um, 15 years, 14, 15 years. So a long time. Um, The community was behind it. Uh, The fans came out in in mass amounts. Um, The front stretch grandstand was full. we couldn't even, uh, you know, we had some folks in town, partners, and we couldn't even get a suite. There were none left for uh, to, no. to entertain people. Um, the, I mean, it was, uh, it, it, the weather was probably 75 degrees, uh, perfect. I forgot you could get sunburned in Milwaukee like you can in Florida, and I did. <laughs> uh, so, uh you know, it was it was really good. It was it was good to be there. Uh, it was fun to be there. They did a uh, they did a good job. The, the the race was 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 extremely well attended. Very popular. Sponsored well. Good. Just just nice. Um, Daniel. Uh, you know, once we get past all that, um, he had his best qualifying run of the of the year. We qualified fifth, um, which was. You know, that's, again, another step in the right direction. Uh, unfortunately, um, couldn't get the setup right. Had a problem with the rear end. 
Um, and it was it was dumping rear end grease out of the overflow, and we don't know why that happened. Still not sure, uh, but it made it very difficult to get consistent runs. Uh, covered the tires and you know blowing blowing rear end grease out there. So he was talking about the rear end slipping around and just just couldn't get it fixed. So um, we're hoping that as, with all the mechanical failures we've had this year, that you know. Maybe our luck will change soon and and go in the right direction. But uh, we're pleased to have John Hamlin and Associates on the car or the truck, as it was. It was a really good-looking uh, wrap. Uh, John and his family attended the race. Uh, some other folks from Minnesota that we have, or their friends of ours attended the race. Some other folks from Michigan came to the race. We had people from all over uh, at that racetrack. So it was, it was really good. Um, Really, really good. Uh, and I like Milwaukee. i got to tell you, I hope we race there next year. Yeah, it's a, it's a neat city. And, of course, Harley-Davidson Factory and all this, that thing is in the area. And I've been there for a couple of big rallies. It's a good place to go, no doubt about that. Meanwhile, you go to Kansas, and it uh, uh, looks like uh, another Chevrolet truck did pretty well there. Grant Enfinger uh, wins that uh, race at Milwaukee. So that was good to see. Yeah, he ran a really good race. Um, they got a little bit. They had a, in the second stage. They they got a little bit messed up, um, but they were able to overcome it. And uh, they didn't have mechanical issues. They just made a, a wrong adjustment. So, uh, but he was, without a doubt, the fastest. He was the class of the field. Um, he ran. He ran Carson Hosovard down in uh, in that final stage. And. Uh, um, uh, you know, and just passed them. I mean, and, and the and the forty two had nothing for the twenty three. That's for sure. Um, yeah, the twenty three. Right. Yeah. Yep. A good a good race to watch. No doubt about that. And as I said, you guys uh, go back to work uh, a week from today on the eighth, and that'll air at seven thirty on Fox Sports One. So get a little bit of time off and back to it, Randy. Yeah, we've we've added a couple things, and I I'll tell you once once we. Um, It'll be soon, probably next week. We'll tell you about uh, an ad to our schedule for September and then an ad to, to our schedule for October. Um, and uh, then there'll be another announcement uh, in there about who we're going to race with, what team we're going to race with next year. And I understand that I know the announcement is, is late, and I understand that I get calls all the time about where – and I can all I can tell you is that we did this in July. We've been we've been good to go since July. This is not a scramble based on the GMS announcement. It's um, it's it's just uh, you know we tried to, we wanted to make sure GMS had the time to say what they were going to say before we said what we were going to say. So it's all coming, and it's all it's all good. Um, I will tell you that we're working on something special to. To honor GMS, um, and uh, we'll let you know when we have that available as well. All right, well, we'll keep you in the loop, ladies and gentlemen, no doubt about that. Before we take a break, uh, Randy, I go back in my memory to a really fun time. We did the show sometimes at the dealership, your Dodge dealership, and uh, we had Kurt Bush in the house at uh, one of those uh, shows, and uh, what a great guy he was. We've watched Kurt go through a lot including championships and 
criticism and recovery and back and a great race car driver. Uh, but one of the things that happened on Saturday afternoon at Daytona International Speedway that uh, Kurt officially announces that uh, he will be retiring from the Cup Series. So, you know, he's 45 years old, Randy, and head injury and all the things. I mean, he's given this a lot of thought. And, uh, his his uh, his talk about it was really moving. Uh, he's he's changed a lot over the years. We all change when we mature, but. We're going to miss Kurt Busch, a great race car driver that uh, will not be involved in the Cup Series, although uh, he is talking about, you know, he's heavily involved at 2311 Racing and is going to be helping those teams and so on and so forth. So we're going to miss uh, we're going to miss Kurt Busch on the racetrack. Yeah, it is. It's tough. And I, and I always, I hate when a driver um, hangs it up as a result of an injury because, um, you know, and, and I can identify a little bit with that. I, I, I had an injury. We were talking about the Ryan Priest um, wreck. It, it came. It flooded back my memory about what I went through, and not nearly, not not nearly the spectacular um, uh, wreck that Ryan Priest had. But one of the things that Rusty talked about was when Ryan landed on his roof. And everybody holds their breath about that. Um, I landed. I, I went up in the air, like not not flipped over, but launched pretty high, uh, honestly. And we landed rear wheels first, and then slammed the front end down, and uh, and it created it caused a, a, a spinal injury, a compression in my spine, and and the the pain that was it's unbelievable. My my point of of all that is is that it's. You know, it's how you land. It does matter. I mean, and, and he's right. If 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 you'd have been able, if Ryan would have landed on the four tires, I think everybody would have been a whole lot different, a different feel. But it, I'm just so happy that these guys made it through what and, and what NASCAR's done, and and uh, and it just for me, it just continues to build confidence and um, confidence in what they're doing and understand. These guys just don't sit around and wait for something to happen. They're constantly innovating when it comes to safety. So at Kurt Busch, you know, so that whole thing, I had to take a whole bunch of time off and then come back and ran some some races and ran pretty good and was happy. But it was more or less a forced retirement. The injury itself made it, like I think Kurt Busch could probably come back and race a couple times, but he wouldn't be Kurt Busch. Um, and it's tough when somebody tells you you can't do it anymore. And I had I went through that for a very long time. The doctor's orders: you can't do it anymore. You may you could you could possibly never walk again, and worse yet, you could die. Okay, um, you know, so so you're not in control. And when you have to make that, when you have to say I'm not doing it because somebody else told me I can't because of what the what the risk is to my body, that's the hardest part. Jeff Gordon decided when he was going to go. Kevin Harvick has decided this is his last year. Others, Richard Petty decided in 1992 when his last year. Daryl Waltrip decided when he was done. When you have, there's a big difference. Bobby Allison never raced again after that Pocono race. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and and those are the hardest ones to 
and I think it showed. I, I saw Kurt at the racetrack on uh, Saturday night, and he, he's healthy. Don't misunderstand me, but but emotionally and mentally, it, it was hurting him to not be to have to make that announcement. Oh, certainly. Oh, you could certainly see that in his in his press conference. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I think he made the right decision, and uh, like you just now said, sometimes it just uh, comes time. But he's he's certainly not done with racing. We'll be seeing him at the racetrack. He's going to be involved with twenty three eleven and so on and so forth. So we certainly wish him the best. We're going to take a a, a break and uh, continue to talk about the, uh, the well, just Daytona, and as it were, we're going to talk about Chris Butcher and what happened. And I do have my comments about uh, the Ryan Blaney incident. We'll see what happens on that one. But anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back to listen to Trackside with Randy and Terry. And we are brought to you tonight by Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram, Daytona's Garage, Bush Beer, Daytona Beverages, and Daytona on Tap, Solar Fit, and Southeastern Sport. We'll be right back. everyone, Nikki here for Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram. Labor Day deals start now on our entire inventory. End of summer offers on fresh new Jeep models like Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Compass. And deep discounts on new Ram trucks. These deals are worth celebrating. Shop now, they're going quick. Only at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram, where we won't waste your time or money. During the Labor Day sales event, finance the new 2023 Ram 1500 for just 2.9% APR for 72 months. It's almost Bush o'clock. A time for relaxing and unwinding with a crisp, cold Bush beer. It's the most refreshing time of the day. Wait for it. Three, two, one. Bush. Crisp, cold Bush. Enjoy responsibly. Bush beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, y'all, this is Chris from Southeastern Sports, 209 South State Street in Bunnell. Come and see the largest selection of in-stock firearms in Flagler County. 60-day, same-as-cash layaway. Got a huge used gun selection. Largest selection of ammunition. No matter what you need, we got you covered. All right, happy Friday, everyone. I'm certainly glad that the, the hurricane has passed through and everybody's going to be okay. Again, thoughts and prayers on the other coast in the Tampa area. Meanwhile, Randy, uh, Daytona is always exciting and, uh, well, most of the time exciting. You can never know what to expect, as we were talking about last week uh, with the young lady that was on with us, uh, Nancy, that you can't predict what was going to happen. I, I know she had selected her favorite driver and winner, to be uh, Ryan Blaney, and uh, we always pull for Ryan Blaney for sure. Chris Butcher gets his third uh, wind of the year, and uh, interesting uh, team effort right there with Brad Kozlowski, of course, team owner as well now, but it uh, could have been different if he was just a team member. But uh, gives Chris Butcher a push there in the end and helps him win that race. Well, yeah, I mean, I think not only did he push help Chris Busher win the race by pushing him in that particular moment, but he's Brad Keselowski has a big picture mentality. You know, going to Ross Fenway Keselowski, he knew that there was work to be done to get their, to get them back to the competition, the competitive level, and um, I think he takes 
almost as much pride in Chris Buescher's three wins as he would his own. Uh, I know he wants to win, but this is all part of the big picture. This is an active owner, driver, um, and I think it's very cool to see it. Uh, and I, without a doubt, it's restored uh, Roush Fenway, Keselowski, RFK Racing to a threat. I mean, they're there. They're in the chase. They're. Uh, I think they've got both. I think this puts both cars in the chase. Uh, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. And so that's pretty significant. Uh, you know, they go from not even in the – they couldn't even compete last year to having both cars that they have in the championship. That's spectacular. So I think it's uh, – what he did on the racetrack was – it's just an extension of what he does every day back at the shop and and, and help uh, manage and run the organization. So not out of character at all. Yeah, fun, fun to see, fun to watch, no doubt about that. And uh, speaking of uh, fun to watch and uh, maybe praying in a race car, Bubba Wallace uh, makes it in. That that uh, uh, situation with Butcher Wynn puts it puts him in the chase uh, in the playoffs. So that's a big deal. Feel really bad for Chase Elliott. He is definitely out. Let me just go through real quick who's who is uh, going to be in the playoffs. And that's William Byron, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Chris Butcher, Kyle Busch, Al Larson, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Brad Keselowski, Tyler Reddick, Joy Logano, Ryan Blaney makes it in. That's good news. Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who won the Daytona 500. Good old number four, and Kevin Harvick is going to be in the playoffs. And then and, uh, last is uh, uh, Bubba Wallace. So, I mean, these guys uh, – no, no points going forward. No, no uh, stage wins for Bubba Wallace, but he is in the playoffs and uh, earned his way there with points. So interesting field uh, and interesting. On top of all that, no, uh, no Chase Elliott in the playoffs. Well, I think it's um, if you're Bubba Wallace, you talk about um, uh, hold your breath, <laughs> and especially at Daytona. You know, he he was solid in terms of his position as it relates to points. I mean, I think he had a 32-point edge over his competitor going into the race, if I remember right. And and so his his almost the only way that he wasn't going to get in that race is um, um, that he was uh, – is if somebody won who wasn't already locked in. Um, yep. New winner. So, yep. so it was a big deal, and at Daytona, you know, as you know, it could, anything could happen. So, he, talk about a big sigh of relief. You know, he had to have the biggest sigh of relief of them all. Uh, the, uh, um, you know, I, I, I think uh, if you look at that organization, you, you got both of their cars in the race, and you know, right. in, in, the, in the playoffs. So, just. Just some cool stuff going on. I think it's an interesting group that uh, uh, that are going to be in the in the playoffs. I like it. Um, you go to Darlington and see how it, how that's going to go. Um, another one of those wild card kind of places. I think Bubba's been pretty good there, so uh, you know he probably likes his chances. Um, but you got to love this 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 process and the system. I think the only part about it that I don't really care for uh honestly because i think it's a non-event 
uh, is um, I don't know that we need a regular season champion, quote unquote. You know. It's yeah, like, frankly, there hasn't been much talk about that, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. What does that mean? It, it just means that you know we we I, I mean I I guess if you look at the other sports. Every 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 in the NFL, there's a division champion in in uh, in every one, and then we have the wild cards, and then we have, you know, um, uh, then we have a, what is it? The you have a division, then you have um, conference champion, and then you end up with a Super Bowl champion. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that the that the regular season champion means a lot. Although you could ask the regular season champions, they'd probably be able to give you a better perspective than me. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt. Well, we always talk about the fact that you just never know what can happen in NASCAR, and uh, the field is the field. They go to the round of twelve, and we'll see how Bubba does. I, you know, you know, looking at the season, uh, Bubba's had some criticism. A lot of it deserves, some not. But Randy, you're a race car driver. Um, I've played sports my whole life until I got too old to do it. But uh, if Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin were my owners, it'd be a little bit <laughs> of pressure. It's, it could, could be somewhat intimidating. Um, <laughs> but, but if you, but if you've ever been around Michael Jordan, I mean, I've been around him only in the um, social environment, not, not worked for him, not, um, you know, not in a meeting with him about, you know, things that he would be demanding. Socially, he's really easy going. I mean, just piece of cake. Great guy. Nice, fun to talk to. No, uh, no airs about anything. Just, just a regular guy, except arguably one of the most recognized faces in all the world, and certainly in this world of sports. Um, so, uh, I, I would, you know, I think, though, with his level of success, both in sports and in business, yeah, it, it would be intimidating working for him, for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. So it's going to be fun to watch. Okay, so we were talking about Ryan Blaney, and, uh, yeah, that was a hold-your-breath uh, reminder. You were there when we lost Dale Earnhardt Sr., Uh Similar slam into the wall. I'm gonna watch the uh, replay over and over again. You can see the, of course, they've got the, the backing now behind it, the supports of the walls, and uh, it takes the shock. But the whole section of wall, 25 feet or so of it, flexed. So Ryan Blaney hit the uh, hit the wall hard. Um, I mean, in car camera showing him. I mean, he was definitely stunned and and so on and so forth. So. As I said, I watched replay over and over and over again, and you know me, I have to have my opinion, and um, no one touched Ty Gibbs. You know, they kept saying, well, the 20 pushed him, and, and that's what started it. Uh, I think the air on the car is just, he just lost control of the car and, and caused a huge wreck right there. But you are an expert, so I'd love to hear what you think on my opinion and what happened there, because that was... Uh, that was a bad one. Well, I mean, I think you have to understand that everybody's trying to win the race, and I would tell you that that um, nobody wants to be a part 
of anything like that. Nobody wants to be the one who who caused the wreck. Nobody wants to be the one who gets wrecked. Nobody wants to. I mean, it just nobody wants to be a part of that. Um, now, you got to be careful. You got to make sure you understand what you do um, that can cause you to be a part of that. And um, I think understanding air is important. And also, though, I just to be fair. Um, you know, in a, in a race situation like that, with these cars at Daytona, with the, the restrictor, well, it's not a restrictor, but the, basically you're, you're limiting RPM, limiting horsepower, momentum is absolutely critical. And if you give up, meaning if you give in the throttle or if you, if you check up a little bit, that that momentum results in easily could easily be 10 12 14 cars past you so oh, you saw the race and you saw two wide three wide sometimes four wide you know for a long time around that racetrack and mm-hmm. and the reason is is that nobody wanted to go back and get behind so they wanted to race their position they didn't want to give up a position, they know how hard it is to pass. They know how hard it is to get move back up through the field once you're once you're you're backwards, and especially at the end, you know. And and all bets are off. You don't really have any buddies out there. You're, you're everybody's trying to do the same thing you're trying to do, win the race. So much of what happened there is everybody trying to win the race. Um, Ryan Blaney's the sitting duck. In the yep. in the situation, for sure. But I, yeah, I'm going to say I don't know that I'm going to find fault uh, with with what caused the wreck. It just it, it's a function of that style of racing. Well, and on the on the uh, on the front stretch like that, they are they are uh, <laughs> I mean, they're they're flying. There's, there's no doubt about that air comes into factor and so on and so forth but it was certainly scary to see a, a square head on against that wall and and uh, thank god for the safer barrier randy or it'd have been a different result well i i think you thank god for the safer barrier you thank god for the hans device you thank god for the this new style race car um i mean uh, i i think you add all those things together that's why we're talking about it in a much I mean, still very serious, but certainly much lighter than it could have been. And um, I, I, the moment that it happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But everything worked. I mean, it, it in real time, it was a little hard to see the amount of flex that that wall did produce. But yes. boy, we saw it in the replay. It was like, "Wow!" <laughs> you know what? That, yeah. Oh, no, no doubt about it. Scary stuff. Well, my producer has just told me to shut up and uh, move <laughs> on here. We are running out of time. Justin okay. Allgaier, on a positive note, uh, comes right down to the wire and wins that race. That was fantastic. Uh, Trevor Bain on the racetrack again. Uh, some great racing from him and uh, some big accidents there, of course, with uh, it just, just being uh, Daytona. Uh, going into Darlington, Joe Gibbs Racing is going to swap uh, crew chief or crew crew. Complete crew uh, 
from Ty Gibbs over to Christopher Bell. Ty did not make the, uh, the playoffs, so Christopher Bell will get uh, that. That um, That's an award-winning crew right there that Ty Gibbs has got. That's going to move over. And speaking of Carson Hosevar, he's going to drive the Legacy Motorsports number 42 at Darlington. And guess what, Randy? We're going to see Ryan Newman. He's going to be in the 51 at Darlington. So good stuff. The playoffs have begun at Darlington. Xfinity race is Saturday tomorrow at 3.30. That's on USA Network. Cup race at 6 p.m. Uh, Labor Day weekend, of course. So uh, another evening race. Cup Sunday, 6 p.m. on NBC. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad everybody's okay from the hurricane. Enjoy with your family the Labor Day weekend. See you next week right here on Trackside with Randy and Terry. We'll see you at the racetrack, everybody.